comes from Genesis chapter 32, and Peter's going to come and uh, bring that reading for us. Thank you, Peter. So our reading is from Genesis chapter 32, and we're beginning at verse 22. And this is the passage that accounts uh, Jacob wrestling with God. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maidservants, and his eleven sons, and crossed the ford of the Jacob. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip, so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip, because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. We give thanks to God for his word. Amen. Well, we know summer's arrived when uh, half the music group are wearing shorts. That's great, isn't it? We know that, uh, that summer's here. And uh, I've just returned from my holidays. And uh, we're going to be looking uh, during the month of August. It's a summer month, isn't it? And uh, we're going to be looking at journeys of faith because uh, many of you will be making journeys or have made journeys during the summer. And uh, I don't know, do do people still send postcards when you go away? Do you still send postcards? Yeah? Yeah? Sell postcards? Uh, These are the the postcards from uh, from my holiday. Uh, Got a new boat this year, which which is uh, water resistant. Although I I was told off. Can you believe it? I was told off. We were staying in a, in a really kind of boating area with some proper boats. And I took this boat out and one guy came rushing out uh, to warn us that there were rip currents and that I shouldn't really be going out in a toy boat. <laughs> so uh, it's a toy boat. But uh, we had a great time. And uh, so over these, uh, over these next few weeks, we're going to be getting postcards uh, from people who have visited different places, and uh, and here's our here's our first postcard, and 
Let's flip it over and see who this postcard is from. And uh, we find out it's from, uh, it's from Jacob, who wants to say to us, I'm, I'm camping uh, by the river Jabok and uh, on the way to visit my brother Esau, but I wasn't expecting a wrestling match. Now imagine if you've got a postcard like that, you think, well, well what happened next? Uh, well, we're going to find out this morning. Uh, because we're going to be uh, involved in a little bit of a, a wrestling match. And uh, we're going to be seeing uh, that Jacob actually uh, is wrestling. And uh, we'll find out that Jacob is wrestling with God. And it may be there are people here this morning that will identify with Jacob as he wrestles with God. We're seeing we're in a, a bit of a, a wrestling theme. Um, I thought we would... Uh, Kick off with uh, round one. You know we've got an ex-amateur uh, wrestler amongst us this morning, don't you? So Peter will uh, will inform me if, if I get any of the the techniques or, or wording wrong. He'll be he'll be right in there. But but ra- round one is all about the venue. Round one is uh, is all about uh, the venue, and uh, the event takes place in the open air. And we read that uh, that night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maidservants, and 11 sons, and crossed the ford of the Jabok. So uh, there's there's Jacob. He sent his family ahead of him. And uh, there he is by the the river Jabok. And uh, he's on his way to visit Esau. And uh, we read that after he sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. And so Jacob was left all alone. Jacob's all alone for the night, camping by the river Jabok. And I don't know about sometimes when you are on your own, it's then that the kind of, and especially at night time, things play around in your head. And of course, Jacob's on his way to visit Esau, and uh, he's worried about this meeting, because there's a sense in which uh, Jacob's been wrestling all his life. Uh, Not just in this encounter, but uh, right from, from the day of his birth, um, in the womb. We went with your brother Esau, and now he's coming to meet you, and 400 men are with him. Um, I don't know about you, but that, w- that, that wouldn't fill me with confidence. He's going to visit Esau, who he's fallen out with, he's had this long misunderstanding with, and uh, he hears that Esau's coming to meet him, and he's got 400 men with him. If, uh, if Jacob wasn't already fearful, he was probably fearful when he heard that news. And as we said, uh, Jacob, he's been wrestling with Esau since, uh, since his birth. Uh, we read that uh, earlier on in, G- in Genesis chapter 25, uh, that Rebekah was disturbed by the wrestling match going on inside her belly as she carried the twins Jacob and Esau. And when they were actually born, Jacob came out grasping at Esau's heel, trying to get out before him. And uh, the wrestling didn't finish there. He, he managed to wrestle uh, the birthright off Esau uh, that he wasn't uh, entitled to. He managed to wrestle that. And of course, when Esau found out, he was furious and uh, he wanted to kill him. And uh, I don't know about you, but uh, older brothers, they can be a little bit like that sometimes, can't they? And, uh, and his wrestling continued. He, he fled and he went to his uncle Leban. And he continued to wrestle. He tried to wrestle the flocks and herds. And he even wrestled over the choice uh, of his wife. And uh, But Leban gave him a good run for his money because Jacob ended up marrying both of uh, Leban's daughters. 
So, the venue for this uh, wrestling match is the uh, the River Jabbok, and Esau is all of uh, Jacob Rabbit is all alone with his fears of what's going to happen the next day, because the next day he's going to be meeting his his brother, and he's wondering how that meeting will go, and no doubt he's playing out in his mind perhaps how that meeting will go. The last thing that he's expecting, because he's all alone, he's not expecting an encounter with God. I don't know about you, but sometimes um, I've had this experience when I've met God in the least uh, places where I've expected to meet God, where I've not been expecting to meet God, where other things have been on my mind, and suddenly God appears. And this was a situation. And so, round two. Nothing else that'll keep you awake, that bell, won't it? Uh, round two is, a, is all about the opponent in the wrestling match. Round two is all about the, uh, the opponent. So Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. Uh, scripture says a man wrestled him with, with, daybreak till, with, with him till uh, daybreak. Uh, but this wasn't any old man. Uh, this, we will later find out, was actually uh, God who Jacob is wrestling with. Jacob began wrestling with the man and all through the night. Uh, it wasn't a two-minute affair. It wasn't a two-minute bout. This, this uh, opponent um, was struggling with him right through until uh, daybreak. And uh, can you imagine the scene? You know, uh, some of you may remember uh, Saturday afternoon wrestling with uh, some of the characters, you know, Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks. Uh, well, this is Big Jake versus Jehovah. Big Jake versus Jehovah. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, well, Jacob must be mad to take on God in a wrestling match. But isn't that what you and I do? You know, when we, when we wrestle with problems... Uh, very often what we end up doing is wrestling with God. Uh, we wrestle with God about things, don't we? Uh, we ask God, you know, why is this happening? Why is that happening? And we wrestle with God as we try to uh, discern his, his will. We wrestle with God as we look at Scripture and try to, to work out what God might be saying. And many of us maybe have spent a lifetime wrestling with God as we try and work out what it is that God is trying to say, what it is that God is trying to do. And many of us have that experience of, of wrestling with God. Well, here's Jacob. And uh, he's wrestling with God. And when the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. God doesn't always play by the rules, does he? Or rather, God doesn't play by our rules. Uh, he touches his hip. And uh, it would seem to me that he used some sort of superpower here uh, because he touches his hip and, uh, and, and, and Jacob's wrenched as, as he does it. And uh, when I say that God doesn't play by the rules, I mean God doesn't play by our rules, he plays by his rules. And sometimes when we don't understand what's going on and when we think it's unfair and very often, you know, life does seem unfair. Things happen and we wrestle with God and we think, this shouldn't be happening. This isn't fair. I've tried to serve God all my life and yet this is the, the outcome. And uh, God doesn't play by our rules. God plays by his rules. And he touches uh, Jacob's hip 
and he's wrenched, but uh, the opponent and Jacob continue to wrestle. And we read, then the man said, let go for it's daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let go unless you bless me. I will not let go unless you bless me. One of the lessons from the, the river Jabok is don't let go. Don't let go. Maybe you've been praying for somebody for months, years, and nothing seems to change. The message from Jacob is don't let go. Don't let go until God blesses you. Maybe you've been in a, in a situation that there just doesn't seem to be any uh, outcome in, in the way that you would like it to be, and you feel like giving up. The message from Jabok is don't let go. Don't give up. Jacob could have easily let go and, and, and admitted de- defeat, but he held on. Uh, there was something within uh, Jacob's nature, wasn't there? From birth, as he held on to his, his brother Esau's heel as he was coming out, that he wasn't the sort of person to let go. And here he says to the angel of the Lord, I'm not going to let go unless you bless me. Whatever it is that you're wrestling with, Whatever it is that you're struggling with at this moment in time, don't let go. Don't give up. Hang on in there. And sometimes that's what the Christian faith is about. It is good news, but it's also sometimes about hanging on in there. Keeping on going. When the going gets tough, when when things don't work out as we want them to or as imagined to, or even as we think they ought to do, hang on in there. Don't let go. And yes, ask God to bless you. Now, it's interesting, you know, when we think of being blessed by God, the danger is that we think of being blessed in a worldly way, don't we? We talk about people being blessed who are successful, who who have a lot of money, who have big houses, and that's the world's view of being blessed. Um, It's interesting in this story and many other stories in the Bible that being blessed by God doesn't mean we're going to be blessed with lots of good things. In fact, sometimes it seems almost the opposite because uh, Jacob is going to be blessed by God. He he doesn't let go. And uh, round three is the result. Because in in a wrestling match, there's always a a result, isn't there? There's a a winner and there's a, a loser. And uh, I wonder, who, who do you think's the winner in this wrestling match? Who do you think the winner in this wrestling match is? Is it the angel of the Lord or is it Jacob? Who's going to win the bounce? What do you reckon? It's not a rhetorical question. I'm looking for an answer. <laughs> what do you reckon? Could be a draw. Thank you. That's our wrestling expert here. It could be a draw. The, uh, the umpire, do you call him an umpire? Uh, could could hold both hands out and say it's a draw. Referee, sorry, referee. Think a bit of a cricket server knowledge then. I don't know anything about cricket, except we won the Ashes. Okay, so so it could be a draw. Anybody else? Who, what, what, what do you think about the outcome? Saw God face to face and lived. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, the result. The result. Then the man asked, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. The man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. 
even though in the actual wrestling bout, uh, the angel touches Jacob's hip and uh, renders him pretty much uh, useless, um, there's a sense in which he does win because he has come face to face with God. The result, Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. Jacob actually gets what he desires. The angel gives him his blessing. And God does want to bless us. God does want to bless us. But he'll bless us in the way that he wants to bless us and not necessarily in the way that we want to be blessed. We want to be blessed with a, an easy life, don't we? With a, a healthy life, um, you know, with a, a successful life. We want to have things. We, want, we, we don't want to have any problems. We don't want to have any struggles. And uh, we imagine that that's what a blessed life looks like. Jacob struggles with God. He's been struggling with God all his life. He's been struggling with his family. He's been struggling with his friends. His life has been one long struggle. But he's the sort of guy that there's something about him that he's hung on in there. Not always in, a, in, in, in the best of ways, but in this case, he does, he hangs on in there. And he gets the blessing that he wants from God. John Ortberg, in uh, an excellent book, The Me I Want to Be, he says this, he says, Life is not about any particular achievement or experience. The most important task of your life is not what you do, but who you become. It's not what you do, but it's about who you become. And Jacob is about to become Israel. Jacob is about to become Israel. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, it's because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. You're absolutely right. Jacob's the winner here. Jacob's the winner. Because God's not only blessed him, He's giving him a new identity. But that new identity doesn't mean Jacob's going to be completely different. Some people think, you know, if we're going to be improving our spirituality, we have to become a different person. And the sense in which God doesn't want us to become a different person, he wants us to be the best person that we can be and who God made us. He doesn't want us to change into be, to being somebody else. Very often we look at other people and we think, oh, I want to be like that person, I want to be like that person. God doesn't want us to be somebody else. He wants us to be the person that he created us to be. But he wants us to be the best that we can be. And Jacob is on the path now to discovering that as he's given this new identity, new name. Jacob meant, meant struggler, meant kind of wrestler. And, and that's what he did. And now he's being given this new name, Israel, which of course becomes uh, a nation. The sun rose above him, and as he passed Peniel, him, he was limping because of his hip. Jacob comes out of this wrestling, this encounter with God, but he leaves it with a limp, a permanent uh, reminder of this wrestling match with God. As I said, when, when God blesses us, uh, he might not always bless us in the way that we expect. And from that day forward, Jacob walked with a limp. And sometimes I look around and I see that people are limping. People are struggling. And sometimes those people are actually the people that God is blessing. It doesn't look like it from uh, the world's perspective. But of course, 
Jesus turns the world's perspectives upside down. Jesus talks about the first being last and the last being first. He talks about giving up and losing so that we might win. And there's a sense in which Jacob has to be beaten before he can win. And he walks away from this wrestling match with this limp as a permanent reminder that he's wrestled with God, that he's seen God face to face, but he's walked away and therefore he is a winner, he's successful. And I stand at the door greeting people. I'm going to be watching for those people that are limping and it doesn't mean if you're limping, it doesn't necessarily mean that you've failed. It could be that God's blessed you and that God's wanting to use you in a way that you never imagined. So don't give up. Be like Jacob. Jacob, Hang on in there because God does want to bless you. But sometimes we have to wait for that betting blessing and sometimes we have to wrestle for that blessing and sometimes we just have to hang on in there. And this morning if you're limping or if you're wrestling then the message from Jacob and the message from Jabbok is to hang on in there and not to give up. Let's pray together.